Hello, everyone. I'm Laurie Handlers, and this is Om Rupani. Hello. And we are here to talk about Tantra meets BDSM, and especially to talk about Tantra meets BDSM in that we're coming to Austria. We'll be giving our course in a place just outside of Vienna. So we want to talk about what we have noticed when we've been in Europe before and what we think people might be needing or wanting when we come to Europe. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have observed people are a little bit different everywhere. My bulk of our concerns and problems in intimate relationships is the same. But there does tend to be a cultural flavor to people. There are cultural beliefs and cultural patterns. So yeah. in our desire to really try and address our course to the people who are showing up in any specific place, we, we are always curious to ask, is there something specific we should address? Is there a particular concern? Can we serve these people better somehow? So we've been talking about, well, are there particular issues that perhaps Europeans face in their intimate relationships that we can we can kind of little fine-tune our conversation towards. So we've been jogging our memories and the many conversations we've had. We've taught in Europe so many times. Amsterdam, yeah. Berlin, multiple times. We've taught in Vienna and all over the place. So we like And also the UK, which is also different. Yes, very much. Very so different. today we thought we would try and focus our attention a little bit on some of the issues we've heard. Maybe a little bit more more European than American. Yeah. Yeah. So our experience last year showed us that uh, in terms of the male-female dynamic, the men-woman dynamic, that there were women in their relationships who felt kind of bored with the men that they were with. And they may have been married to them or with them, not married for quite some time, but we felt that the men weren't really stepping up that's a very American expression, but they weren't stepping up to the plate. So when we taught things like domination and submission, the women privately told us that they all wanted to be dominated. And the men privately told us and then overtly told us that they didn't want to dominate these women. And so we had a lot of people sitting around being bored. Laura, <laughs> you told me we weren't going to say that. <laughs> This 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 was our talking point, and Lori's like, you can't tell them the women are bored with their men. I'm like, okay, we'll <laughs> find some. But now here he goes. I didn't. Well, I it just led into it naturally. It so led into it because it's the truth, and sometimes it's best to address the truth directly. Yes, the European women are bored with the European men. There, I said it. <laughs> Truthfully, so American women are bored with American men too. So really, it's 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 pretty pretty global these days. Yeah, women seem to be bored with men. Yeah. So, so okay. So, how what are we? How are we going to address that? I feel that we address that. I feel first of all that we address um, a piece of darkness that men need. You know, a piece of stability that men need. A piece of containment, we call it, that men need. And we try to give provide spaces for women in which they can actually surrender where they can be uh, not hypervigilant, where they can relax. You know, it's true. Let me just say this. It's true. If a woman is being hypervigilant, she also can't orgasm. I mean, it's one thing to say surrender. She can't surrender into anything if she's the one who's keeping guard. Right. 
And I think this part maybe it may not completely connect for people. But if European men are American men, if there is too much of a nice guy energy going, you would think the the men think, well, listen, I'm a nice guy, I'm a safe guy. Your vigilance doesn't need to be up. That seems logical. But in truth, the nice guy actually doesn't make the woman feel safe. The nice guy doesn't actually make the woman feel held. The nice guy actually makes the woman feel I can't actually count on him. He's too weak. And because he's too weak, I need to keep my vigilance up. It does not inspire surrender. This is something men have a very hard time understanding. Because men will say, but I'm a good guy. I'm a safe guy. Why won't you feel safe with me? You should feel safe to surrender. And it doesn't translate. And it doesn't translate at a very primal level. It's not even like the women are making these decisions consciously. No. It's that if they don't encounter enough strength and solidity and self-containment in the man, their system simply doesn't relax enough. They will not go into subspace. They will not uh, give themselves over because they feel their man can handle them. Women today don't feel their men can handle them. No. Don't feel their men can handle them. They're not going to surrender to them. If they don't surrender to them, they don't get to have the experience of going into subspace of having that whole ride, which they are desiring to have, right? So in a way, boring men can't don't inspire surrender in women. You need a little edge. You need to be in touch with your danger. You need to be have that primal thing activated inside of you as a man. And that's lacking today. It's lacking in Europe, and I think it's lacking in the U.S. We have too many nice guys everywhere. Yeah, I think David Data would confirm uh with this i think he would say the same thing i mean david data talks about being able to fuck your woman open to god and if you're too nice of a guy you can't do that yeah <laughs> so in a way that is this is one area where we feel we can actually really serve the men because we create very uh, structured containers where this dominance and submission energy can come in through consent in in a playful way so that people can step into these energies and see what they feel like. And that's yeah, like one try on new. Yeah, they can try on some new behaviors, some new ways of being, some new operatives that can actually spice things up. And, right. and, and they can turn some nice guys into some nice guys with an edge. Yeah. The, I think if I may add to that, the other other problem I particularly see more in European men than in American men is, yeah, I think European men are more heady than American men. They almost pride themselves on it. They pride themselves on being heady, on being full of concepts, on being able to articulate concepts, and talking and talking and talking and talking. I have seen European men rather have a talking dissertation on BDSM than handle their women. Mm. And you know what? That's boring too. Because <laughs> while you are talking and talking and talking theory, <laughs> your woman is nodding off. Yeah, she's like, why won't he just... He's like, why don't you use something. this material on me instead of yakking about it? Yeah. But there is, yeah. there is, this, there is this bit of a self-satisfaction kind of almost a douchebag attitude in the European man. I'm just going to intellectualize everything. I am so smart, I will understand everything. 
Well, that's happened. That happened in our classes. That has happened. It happens in our, in our classes repeatedly. This is a problem I see less often with American men. American men have different problems. But this over intellect, intellect, intellectualizing and the over verbalization of ideas and concepts as compared to actually plunging in and having experiences. Right. I see this substitute a lot with right. European men. I've and had it. Their women do not benefit from it one iota. It's interesting because I'm in Europe right now and I just. I haven't been doing Tantra Meets BDSM, but I've been doing other trainings while I'm here. And the questions that people ask me that the men have been asking me over here are things like, can you give me a tip for something or other? And I'd be like, what do you mean a tip? You're in the training. What kind of a tip? This is the tip. Like, I don't, there's no, I don't care about your concepts. I don't yeah. care about what you understand. Immerse yourself in the experience. And then you'll learn it from the inside out. You won't learn it from the head down. Right. So I, I, I agree. And the questions, the questioning, so many questions. And the questions are about, um, they're not about fundamentals. The questions are about shortcuts and knowing something. Yeah. So I, I appreciate it. Which again, almost is like they are terrified of actually plunging an experience. And they're like, no, 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 just write it down for me and I'll do it later. <laughs> right. Just write it yeah. down for me and I will, I'll, try it at, I'll try it at home. I, I'm not going to try it here. <laughs> and like, uh, we are here. You paid us money. We are doing this right now. And they're like, no, no, just, just give, me the, give me the notes. Well, this is a difference between being embodied, having embodied practices. Yeah. Being and knowing intellectually about something, knowing intellectually about something is nothing. It doesn't make one bit of difference to anybody, including yourself. It certainly doesn't do much uh, for making your woman feel seen or handled or expressed. It's yeah. it's your your head right going on. And yeah. if there's if there's one tip we give to all people is like the more in your head you are, the worse lover you are. Because you're not feeling your partner, you're not in touch with what they're feeling, and your your attention is actually not on them. Your attention is on you, yourself, yourself, yeah. which is boring to other people. <laughs> this is why you're boring. Your attention is wrapped up in yourself. You're self-absorbed, <laughs> right? I recently made a video on what makes people bad companions. One of them is self-absorption. Yeah, people who are self-absorbed are boring. Totally. They talk about themselves on and on, and they don't even have anything interesting to say. And, and after a while, you're like, why am I sitting here? <laughs> and that's the way that women sometimes look at their men. They're like, why am I here? So we would encourage you to not do that and come to our course, and we will show you how to really immerse yourself into experience. And the invitation is to create experiences for your partner. That is what scene play is all about. Create experiences for your partner. Take yes. your partner on a ride. Yeah, someone was writing to me and asking me about the class. And I said, you're asking me a lot of questions about the class, but actually you should be asking yourself why when you meet women, they don't want to really have anything to do with you. Yeah. That's the question. And then if you want to learn about how they might want to have something to do with you, I said, Om's a master at that. You should come and be with us. Like, no kidding. And one of the reasons those women don't want to be with you is because you're boring. <laughs> it is It is really a very common reason. 
I actually said that to somebody in a training about a year ago. I think we need to start saying it to a lot of people these days. <laughs> I, hear, I really, I'm hearing it from women all the time. And it's it's very difficult for women to like fight that. I can hear, women will tell you, I'm sitting there telling myself, don't write him off. Don't write him off. He has so many good qualities, right? Look at him. He's pretty decent looking. Look, he's well-dressed. He's got a job. And then you're like, talking to this man. And they can't even conceive spending more time with him. And men are not getting this, right? There's a joke in BDSM. You don't want your submissive calling beige. I think today, women <laughs> everywhere are calling beige in the bedroom. They are bored, right? So we need to raise up the heat a little bit. Yeah. Well, so that's what we're doing. We're coming to Europe. Well, I'm here. I'll meet you here. We're we're coming to Austria to to turn up the heat, and we we still have spaces in the course. We'd love to have you. If anything we're saying, you know, just like affects you, please come and join us. We 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 want to see you. We want to be with you, and we want to help you with this because, I mean, there's been this divide between the genders that's been going on for quite some time, at least 40 years. Maybe it was before that, but people had roles then. Now they don't have roles anymore. Everybody's mixed and doing everything. So there's, and people don't need each other like they did before. So it's ter- it's horrible. And we definitely have some answers. We definitely have some answers to heat. We have some answers to fun. We have some answers to creativity. I mean, to me, it doesn't get any better than that. It's worked in my life. It's certainly worked in your life. Yeah. I saw you give an answer on a podcast where you said, well, I was, I've was i been with the same woman. You said for 34 years, we had to do something yeah, to absolutely. change things, to heat things up, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And the work we do has changed my relationship such that my relationship has heat and I'm getting married. Right. Everything we teach, we practice. Totally. We we eat everything we sell you. Trust me. <laughs> All the dishes we sell you, we eat ourselves. <laughs> it's great. Right. Really do you want Do you want to talk about one or two of the other points? Sure. None of the None of them are very flattering. They're like bad news, but we look for the bad news because we feel that's where we can contribute. Right. There's another issue which European women have expressed, which again, th- this one is very common in America too, where women are complaining. To put it bluntly, too many men are mama's boys. We really saw this phenomenon big time in Italy, but I think it's all over Europe. And that men are growing up thinking the wife is going to be like the mother and the wife is like, I don't want to be your mother. Once again, there is no eros in that, in that energy. It really kills the eros when you turn your wife into your mother, when you turn into your wife into your caretaker, someone who's supposed to manage you. Instead of the man giving the woman containment, it's almost like grown men are expecting mama's containment from the wife or the girlfriend. And the women are like, no, thank you. We don't want this. Right? Well, the women don't want it. And the men don't want it either, but they may not be conscious of knowing that they don't want it. But if somebody has mother energy, they can't get. An erection, 
Yeah. They might be taken care of and they might have good food and they might have whatever, but they're they're not turned on. Yeah, they're not turned on and then again women don't want that from their men. Women don't want men to show up with that desire and expectation. They want their men to come and handle them. Right. If they're coming in that energy, the the men, the grown men essentially turn into the women's children, their sons, which is disastrous. And the women are like, no, this is not what I want from my man. No, if I wanted a son, I'd have one. Yeah. And yeah. it's a, it's a very common thing. And it's, sometimes it's difficult for the men to hear. But, you know, listen, we're we are actually just talking to the people out there and seeing what's going on. So problem is already out there. Yeah, we're not making the problem up. I we're wish... not making the problem. We are, we are we have to be honest about it so we can actually do something about it. But if this yeah. is the energy that's up, that the couples are bringing towards each other, that it is no doubt that the spark and the eros and the adventure will not be there. It, it is inherently a very domesticated energy. Expecting your wife to be your caretaker, being showing up kind of a mama's boy's energy. You've yeah. never learned to kind of lead your woman. If you have never individuated from the mother. So it's like dancing, like at partner dancing anyway, it's not freestyle dancing, but in partner dancing, if, if a man is a bad lead, a woman doesn't want to lead, dance with him. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, when people play tennis, they try to play tennis with people who are a little better than them. Right. So that leads the game. And then if they beat them, wow, you know, they beat somebody who is more skilled than them in dancing. If I want to have a partner dance, I don't want to dance with somebody who can't leave me. Yeah. Yeah, very much. I think this is like the simple, logical uh, explanation of polarity. We don't really need to turn it into an ideology. Is that we are better when we are playing complementary roles and we are playing to our strengths and that creates spark, that creates excitement. If you merge the two too much, uh, it just, it's not as exciting anymore. Right. And no, that is a friends. you may become friends, you may have good domesticity, you may even have stability, but then you kind of feel get this feeling of boredom. Nothing interesting is happening here. There aren't any big problems, but there's nothing very interesting or nothing exciting or nothing is sparkling in this connection. Yeah. Right. And that's the yeah. kind of complaint we hear from European women quite often. Like things are fine. There's there's so much that's working. Uh, it's not very exciting. <laughs> right this is it's the most common energy i felt when asking people especially asking women they're not even complaining very hard they're like ah, oh, things just there's nothing interesting it's just what it is right and maybe on the part of women that resignation is not really doing them any service it's not right? it's not it almost like i would almost wish the women would get a little bit more pissed and demand a little bit more out of their men Right. It's almost like they don't want to inconvenience the man, even though the man is not showing up. And I'm like, well, that's not really helping with the progress in any way. It's not. It's really not. So we're coming to meet you. We're coming to offer you some things like some real skill, some real uh, practice, some real creativity in the way of spicing things up. So some couples are coming to this class, but some singles are coming. And yeah. so we, we'd like to help you all 
get off of complacency, get out of boredom and actually spice up your life. And this yeah. is how this is how you can do it. Bring a little bit of an edge into it. I think it's a deeper way to love each other. I don't think that it's particularly it's interest not particularly interesting to love each other in that really lukewarm, complacent way. Because <laughs> I don't think I don't think I think we miss out on each other. We miss out on our partner and what is really there. We don't really see them that clearly. Right. I don't think I think it it really uh keeps us from deeper intimacy when we stay in this lukewarm zone. Yeah, it does. I it isn't so. an area of discovery. You don't discover yourself, you don't really discover your partner. And you may have been living with them for 10, 20 years and you may see things in them during the course of our workshop that you haven't seen in 20 years. Because we guided you into going into a certain energy that brought something else out in your partner, which you've never seen before. Yeah. And to us, that's exciting. exciting. Very exciting. I have found those aspects exciting in myself, making discoveries about myself, and then seeing my partner going into a different space. And like, it is really fun. Yeah, I agree. I concur. I, I agree with it in my own relationship as well. So... We'll be there August 1, one through to six. Uh, and if you want to, to know more, you can go to omrupani.org, and we'll put that in the comments below. Yep. We'll put the link in the comments below so that you'll be able to register. And you know what? If you're watching this and it's not you, or let's say you're not in Europe or you're not coming to Europe, but you know somebody who needs to watch this, I'm going to request that you send this to them, you forward this to them and you let them know about this course because, you know, we're not coming back to Europe right away again. So tell somebody that, you know, tell somebody that you love, maybe it will just change the whole course of things for them. We'd love to have them. Wonderful. We have many success stories. Oh yeah. We really do. We really do. And we're a success story. We are, as I said, we, you know, we share what has worked for us, so it's easy to Beautiful. do. Cool. All right. Okay. Good. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much, and hope to see some of you in Vienna.